ran a four four flat, um, did everything I was supposed to, and and just didn't like feel right with the coach, you know, throughout the whole camp. And went up to him after, um, you know, with with respect, and was just like, "Hey, coach, uh, you think I can get better in any way? You know, what what ways do you think I can, you know, improve?" And uh, you know, he told me, "You probably need to switch sports." <laughs> Before we get into the podcast, I want to tell you guys about our new sponsor, the first sponsor of the Next Up podcast with Adam Brenneman, Manscaped. And the exclusive offer I've secured for all of you. Well, you have to check out the Performance Package 4.0. The Performance Package 4.0 has everything you could ever need to keep you looking your best. It comes with the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and even a travel bag to hold all your tools. Trust me, guys, you don't want to miss out on this bundle. So join our 8 million men worldwide who use Manscaped with an exclusive 20% off and free shipping on manscaped.com with code Adam B, A D A M B. Put it in manscaped.com when you're checking out 20% off. That's a huge discount and free shipping on your order. So I need all of you to show them tons of support by supporting Manscaped and using that code Adam B. It's going to help me help us a ton, help us grow this podcast and keep getting great guests. So shout out Manscaped. Use the code Adam B at manscaped.com. For 20% off and free shipping. And we're back. It's the Next Up Podcast. As always, I'm Adam Brenneman. We're at Clemson today talking to one of my favorite college football players in the country, a guy who was a big-time recruit and has an amazing story, Will Shipley. Will's going to talk about everything about his career, his mindset. You guys are going to be really impressed. Before we get there, please subscribe to this podcast. Run the numbers up. Comment, share, like, post it on social media, follow us on social media. Anything you guys can do to show support. Let's go talk to Will. Next up. What's up, bro? What's up? How are you doing, man? Good, how are you? Good, bro. Appreciate you coming by, man. You've been up here before? No, first time. The Martin Inn, bro. Got in hospitality. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I love this it. This is Chris and Mike. Hey, what's up? What's Great good, to bro? meet you guys. Yes, sir. Will. Great to nice meet you. Nice to meet you, man. Great to meet you. Likewise. Yes, sir. How things going, man? Going great. Just got uh, finished up with a great workout for the week. Um, yep. Ready for the weekend? Some, some finals next week. And Oh really? Yes, sir. For uh, for what? For break? Yeah, yeah just break. Yeah, we've yeah. got about two weeks, and we got to report back May twenty second uh, for skills and drills. Oh sweet. Player like workouts and stuff. Sweet. I appreciate y'all having me. And so sorry for being a little late. No, you're good, bro. We we were just still we're, we're setting up. Setup always Sweet. always takes a while, but mm-hmm. we're excited to have you on, bro. I've been, I've been wanting you, you've been on my on my list of guys I want to have on for a while. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited no, I to have you. Appreciate that. I'm, I got a lot, been, a lot uh, to talk to you about. You've been popping up on my timeline all the time, and it's, it's been fun to watch you. And, appreciate, uh, man. Thank it's you. Just the way you you pick everything out, you know. I think you uh, you offer just such a such a good. You're a really good informant for for the audience that loves college football. Appreciate it, you man. know. Yeah, yeah. So I love try to it. try to do things a little different than like most analysts and tell them, you know, because mm-hmm. fans love it, like that stuff of like what's summer workouts like, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, well, people, I saw your video on like what's an official visit like. Yeah, you know? people just stuff don't like know. That, you yeah. know. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been it's been good. So sweet. Um, yeah, so that that mic should pick everything up. Perfect. We just we just kind of start rolling here, pretty laid back. We just I love it. Sit down. So I watched your interview. I always watch other interviews, right, to like get a sense of, of mm-hmm. you. And you haven't done a lot of podcasts, I don't think. No, like I you think haven't one, done one previously, maybe with Darian Rencher. And, that, so I watched that one. I know mm-hmm. I know I know D Ranch pretty well. Um, he's killing it too. Yeah, he's I love he's the TikTok <laughs> king, man. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I watched you on uh, JD Pickles thing mm-hmm. or Pickel, yeah, and, yeah, he, and he's crushing it too. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was, that was fun to fun to watch you on there. So definitely. So, what's your favorite thing um, since you've kind of gotten into this field? Man, I do so much stuff. You know, I do everything from like this podcast, to, like the con- the social media content. I also like I, I call games on TV, so mm-hmm. I do like actual analysis too. Yeah. And it's funny that, that being on TV is fun because it's live television, right? It's like the closest you get to game day, mm-hmm. you know, where like you prepare all week, then you're on TV for three hours and you can't mess up. Yeah, and, right. You know? <laughs> so I, I enjoy that. I also really like what we're about to do. Like I enjoy just sitting down and just like finding out who you are and, and asking questions and just having good conversations. Like that's the fun part. You yeah. Know? No, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. No do you, do you enjoy doing media stuff? Like do you, do you like, do you like, uh, 
interviews and stuff like that? Yeah, you know, I do. Um, I just always take it back to to my young self. You know, yeah. when, I, when I was a, just a little boy playing football, you know, pray, praying to get to these days, <laughs> to this, right? Yeah. yeah, so um, just always got to put it into perspective. You know, definitely gets to be uh, a lot sometimes. And, you know, it gets to... Uh, play a toll on your, you know, emotional state. Um, but you know, as long as you control it, which I think I've done a pretty good job of, and you know, my support system has helped me out a lot yeah. with that. So, um, but yeah, I love it. I, yeah. I enjoy it, no doubt. I love it. So, uh, what I wanted to start with was some of the interviews I watched. A couple times, you reference your core values in the interviews, or you say, "I, you know, does it go with my core values or your core value?" What are your core values or the core value? Because I, I, I figured you you have some if you if you've been saying it. I'd love to hear what they are. Yeah, um, you know, it's something that that my family has preached um, to my brother and I since a very young age, and it's uh, just really my priority list. Mm-hmm. You know, God first, um, and you know, He's the the most important thing. Obviously, wouldn't wouldn't be where I am today without you know the gifts that that He's given me. Um, and then family, family comes second. Um, you know, always just lay down one's life for one's family. Um, and, and, you know, I, I love my family to death, you know, my, my older brother being a role model for me, um, and, and just pave the path for a lot of my success. Um, and then my parents, man, all, all they've done for me is, uh, I can't even, you know, put it all into words. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just so appreciative of them. Um, and then obviously the education part comes next. Uh, you know, I really value, um, you know, education and just, uh, just knowledge. You know, I, I always want to learn. Um, and then, you know, sports, uh, you know, is a, is a big part. And, you know, that's something that's been tough for me is balancing that, um, you know, keeping education first, yeah. you know, at, at a place like Clemson, uh, playing, you know, such, you know, high power five football, uh, so many critics and, and things that go into it. Um, and then, you know, keeping social last yeah. and, uh, you know, just keeping that, that priority list straight. And, you know, if I get off, then, um, you know, just stepping back, taking a, a perspective and, uh, you know, just getting those priorities back. Right. I bet it's been cool. You mentioned your family to have them along for this journey with you. Have, have they been, they've been enjoying the, enjoying the ride. They love it. <laughs> yeah, they love it. My, my parents uh, haven't missed a game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they've got tailgate spots, met so many uh, people, <laughs> created great relationships. Um, and, and not only, you know, just my, my parents and my, my close family, but um, extended family, extended mm-hmm. friends that, you know, I, I think of as family and being able to have them to death Valley on Saturday yeah. and, and give them that experience. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been great for everybody. That's sweet. Yeah, it's always the, the best part, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> they all live vicariously through you. Yeah. They're enjoying it. Uh, so I remember your recruiting process vividly, like following it. I remember at, you know when you were between Notre Dame and Clemson. Mm-hmm. I would love to just dive into that whole process because it was, I don't want to call it dramatic, but a lot of people were following it. You were one of the top players in the country and it was also during COVID, right? During, mm-hmm. the, during the dead period of COVID. So it was just a wild, a wild time. It was. How did the, how did the process start? What, what was your first couple offers? Like how to get off the ground? Yeah. Um, you know, so take it all the way back to middle school. You know, I, I know that I wanted to, um, you know, play college athletics. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a huge lacrosse player, uh, really loved the sport. It was actually the, the first sport that I that I played because I wasn't wasn't able to do you're, pop you're, you're, you're a lax bro. Yes, lax I'm bro. a lax bro. <laughs> oh, you gotta have long hair to be a lax See, bro. See, and, and you actually missed me because I just got this cut. Oh, but, did you? Uh, oh yeah, I, I had the lettuce. I, I had the <laughs> yeah. lettuce a couple days ago. It okay. was flowing. Um, Why did yeah. you get a cut? You just it was time. Yeah, it was time. time. <laughs> I always do it right before the season. Um, you know, kind of just like a mental thing and, and just to let everyone know, Lock like in. yeah, <laughs> all business from here on out. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. no more flow. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, played lacrosse, uh, and, and knew that I wanted to play sports in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and, in middle school, it kind of all started coming to fruition. Uh, you know, was, was one of the best athletes and, and knew that, you know, if I stayed locked in, then I was going to have the opportunity. Um, you know, ninth grade, didn't get any offers, played varsity, um, offense and defense and kind of started to, you know, wonder like, is it ever going to really come for me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in football, I, I knew that lacrosse was going to be an option at that point because, you know, that recruitment just happened so early. Um, but after my ninth grade year, went to a couple camps, um, and, you know, 
ran some good 40s. That's honestly what, <laughs> what put me on the radar of a lot of coaches and, and uh, you know, programs. Uh, got my first offer from Coach Cutcliffe in Duke. Um, and then after that, kind of all f- fell into place. You know, uh, Wake Forest, NC State, UNC, a lot of the ACC schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, had a really good sophomore year. And uh, that's kind of when it blew up. You know, went to SEC and in just, uh, you know, every big conference, I was just getting yeah. offers from a lot of the places that, you know, I, I dreamed of playing at when I was a kid. So as a uh, as a guy who's not massive and you're a white running back or, or you know, all purpose back, did you feel like you had people weren't taking you seriously at first for a while until you started running those 40s? Because I, I saw something where your high school coach said. In the beginning, some coaches would come and they'd be like, "This is the guy you want us to recruit." <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Um, you know, coach would you know have have coaches come in, and uh, I could kind of just tell. Uh, you know, they, they'd look at me and be like, "You sure this is Shibley? <laughs> right? Is this the same kid I'm watching on film?" <laughs> um, yeah, that's how it was early on in the process, and uh, you know, I, I just I love that though. You know, I, I love proving people wrong and and proving people right. Yeah. as well um you know i think people always look at it as i got to prove the doubters wrong but mm-hmm. you know i've had people that have believed in me since day one and, and yeah. proving those people right is as important to me as you know proving all the doubters wrong but it was definitely a, <laughs> a little hurdle to get over early on in my process <laughs> until you run a four three or four four then they then, then they stop messing eyes are around, big right? yeah. <laughs> yeah all of a sudden they don't care mm-hmm. what was the what was the moment in the recruiting process did something happen or something turn around not turn around but something go on where you went from just a regular recruit with offers to like a five-star where you, you remember like, was it an offer or maybe a camp you went to or, or a two, four, seven ranking where it was like, it took you up to like a national player where like everyone in college football knows who you are. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say there was an exact moment. It all kind of happened gradually for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, Early on, I, I didn't have much confidence in in you know my ability because uh, because of my environment and mm-hmm. and the things that people were telling me um, and and the things that were going on. So uh, yeah, I think the first two four seven ranking came out and uh, I was maybe one or two running back or all purpose mm-hmm. back. And you know, right then I was kind of like, okay, I, you know, I can do this thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, people are are starting to you know, respect my skill and um, you know just my devotion to the game. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. After that, that first two four seven ranking, uh, and then you know all the other sites kind of followed, and you know then then the offers started falling, and you know, yeah. th- that's when the confidence came. Um, and it's not how it should be for all the for all the young bucks watching, yeah. <laughs> but but that's how it was for me. So it, it's been interesting. Not to divert the subject, I want to get back to recruitment, but the whole ranking system. And I was following it last night with the draft, like how accurate they are now, and yeah. how they're so good at you know the old you know. In, in college football, everyone's like, rankings don't matter, stars don't matter, but they really do. Mm-hmm. And it predicts team success pretty well. Like, and they were clearly right about you. You know, is it, is it, have you... Have you seen that same thing? Like, what, what was, how did you feel about the rankings and the stars when you're going through it? Yeah. Um, you know, I would love to say that I didn't care about them at all. Exactly. <laughs> but whenever people uh, say that, I'm like, that's a lie. You exactly. definitely look at, you knew what, you know exactly what ranking you were. Exactly. 100%. You know, you're refreshing the page the day <laughs> yeah. they come out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely uh, cared about them and, and looked at them. Um, but, you know, as I've gotten, you know, older and matured a little bit, you know, I understand uh, kind of, you shouldn't put, too much thought into it as a player um, because, you know, you put in the work and you're going to continue to progress. And, and that's what really matters is just never staying stagnant. Um, but yeah, I, I cared about it. And, you know, I think, like you said, every, every high schooler does, you know, yeah. when those rankings come out, you, you want to be at the yeah. top of the list. You <laughs> yeah. know, if you're playing football, you're, you're probably a pretty competitive guy. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I definitely cared about him a little bit in high yeah. school, maybe yeah. too much. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget when, uh, Remember O.J. Howard, remember that name, tight end that played in the NFL for a while? Yeah. I'll never mm-hmm. forget when he passed me on the tight end rankings, like how mad I was. Right. <laughs> Red in the face. <laughs> I, yeah, I was, I was emailing the guys like, yeah. What's uh, going on? What can I do? <laughs> yeah, right? what can I do, man? Um, so then as, as your recruiting picked up, what was your strategy going through it? Like how did you get to your final few? I think your final few were Notre Dame, Clemson, Stanford maybe. Stanford, yeah. Um, you know, how'd you get to get to those, those, those final schools? Yeah. Um, you know, my family and I sat down and, you know, they played a huge role in, in my recruitment and, mm-hmm. you know, narrowing it down. Um, but we honestly, we just created a spreadsheet 
and and we listed like an actual Excel spreadsheet, actual Excel spreadsheet <laughs> uh, with all the schools I've been offered by, and um, you know we had sections of what mattered to me in terms of education. Uh, who the head coach was, who the running back coach was, um, how successful they've been, um, what what I think their future is going to look like, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kind of just weighed it out in that. And and you know, statistics matter, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, how I felt and and the emotions also did play a big role in it. Um, so yeah, just kind of let it play out. I didn't want to rush it at all, like you mentioned. You know, COVID kind of threw a threw a <laughs> you know a hammer in it or whatever you would whatever you would say you do the, the the zoom visits right exactly you go see him in person. <laughs> too many of those yeah. way, way too many of those um yeah but just started to narrow it down uh with what what coaching staffs i really gelled with and where i just thought i could be most successful mm-hmm. um and i've always kind of had that view of uh you know i understand that the environment you put yourself in is a huge reason for your success yeah. so uh yeah that played a huge role in my recruitment I'm curious about this spreadsheet. So, did you actually give like like a like a number grade and then like calculated it at the end and the it's, spreadsheet? It's one through five. One yeah, through five. One on through five. Category. And uh, you know, five being the best, one being the worst. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, my my parents and I went through after after we visit somewhere every single time. Um, you know, we just revisit it and yeah. say, you know what. We think this is now a four or, you know, (laughs) maybe it's not a four. Let's move it down to a three. And yeah, we just had a total at the bottom uh, and and would just continue to go back to it throughout my process. Did did Clemson have the best score? Um, No, they didn't, surprisingly. (laughs) Right. And then that's that's what you mean when you said the feel. You got to know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, The the emotional part of it as well. Um, And just, you know, how how your heart feels. So um, it it definitely helped me narrow it down. But then once I got down to the, you know, those three, four, five schools, that's kind of when I let the emotions take over. Who who won the XL recruitment? (laughs) (laughs) I think it was Notre Dame. (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying that. (laughs) But um, yeah, at the time it was Notre Dame. So. Yeah, well, they they won the battle, but not the war, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, there you that's go. funny. That's funny. So then the uh, COVID, vi- the the Zoom tours. Explain to how that process went, because for people that don't remember, like you couldn't visit campuses for a while, um, or you couldn't visit with the coaches at least. So mm-hmm. you had to, you know, the. I, what I think, and I, I was coaching at the time, so we would get on Zoom, and the whole staff would give you a tour, but it's videos of the facility, yeah, right? Literally. Talk us through that 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 process, and how do you really know a school or coaches via Zoom? It's kind of kind of hard. Yeah, it was really tough. Um, you know, I think I had visits scheduled to go to Notre Dame, Stanford, and Clemson back to back weekends, and and uh, they were all in March, and it was right right when COVID hit. COVID, yeah. yeah, and so they all got canceled, and and that's uh, kind of when everything just started to go crazy. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of havoc. Uh, coaches trying to navigate how they were going to recruit, recruits trying to figure out how they'd get you know the best information to make the best decision possible. Um, and yeah, there was a lot of zoom calls, uh, with, with each program. I would say the, the PowerPoint was probably the most, (laughs) (laughs) most, uh, thing I saw, uh, was, you know, coach pulling up a PowerPoint with, you know, the past running back success (laughs) and, and, you You know, know what it's going to say (laughs) picture of the stadium on Saturday with everyone in there. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what it was. Coaches probably can't use zoom. They're trying to share their screen. Exactly. Yeah. They they would have their, you know, assistant helping them get on. You can see him yeah exactly <laughs> so it was a funny process no doubt <laughs> uh, that's funny so then the decision to actually pick Clemson the, the, how how did that decision come about because it, if I remember correctly it was really close and some a lot of people a lot of people thought you were gonna go to Notre Dame mm-hmm. yeah I you know I was uh I, I know a lot of people out there think that I had Clemson set you know yeah. on, on my mind um but I did not <laughs> you know mm-hmm. leading up to my decision I was I mean I was back and forth uh you know talking to my parents and I, I I really didn't know what to do um and you know that's just when I went to God in prayer and uh you know I think one of the biggest factors too was that you know Clemson was my last visit it was the the last in-person visit that I had yeah. gone to you know junior day and uh you know just sitting there in front of coach Sweeney and, and hearing him talk about uh his program and and where he sees his program going uh was huge in my decision um 
Yeah, but as I narrowed it down, um, you know, Coach Elliott, who who uh, head coach at, at UVA now, yeah, he uh, he honestly had the the biggest role in in my commitment and um, just the conversations that I had with him and um, just kind of the the advice and the knowledge that he was willing to share with me, um, you know, it was ultimately you know why why I chose Clemson. Mm. I, I read somewhere that you had told Coach Elliott that you were very close to committing to Clemson. And then he asked you a few months later where you're at. And you were like, now it's 50, 50 Notre Dame and Clemson. And then there was a phone call, right. With coach Elliott that kind of shifted things back. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, so it was after the junior day visit, you mm. know, my, my parents wanted me to, uh, my parents wanted me to commit on spot. You know? yeah. <laughs> my dad was like, this is the place to be. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, I was like, no, you know, I, I, I'm, Told myself I was never going to commit same day of a visit. Yeah. So I'm going to stick to that. Um, Why was that? Because of the emotional high you get when you're there. Exactly. Not, yeah. Not good decision making. Yeah. Time. Just uh, yeah. you know, just couldn't weigh all options. You know, yeah. I felt like I would have been doing other universities a disservice if I you know made an urgent decision like that. Um, but yeah, you know, told Coach Elliott I believe that I was like 95. percent I was like. I just, I really want to do Notre Dame and Stanford, uh, you know, the right way and, and really mm. evaluate those schools um, and, and make sure that, you know, my family and I make the best decision for us and, and for myself. Um, and then, you know, COVID hit and we got into things and Notre Dame did a hell of a job. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Um, Who was recruiting you there? Was it? Lance Taylor. Lance Taylor, yeah. Lance Taylor. Um, he's a beast. Tommy, yeah. Tommy Reese, yeah. uh, both great coaches, great recruiters. Mm-hmm. great guys um and yeah so you know at that point i was i was truly just back and forth yeah you know, did, didn't didn't know what to do and uh you know the timeline was kind of coming to an end i knew i wanted to commit a little early and try to you know help help my class help help build a good class um and it, you know it was 50 50 at that point had had told coach elliot that because i was very transparent with all the coaches that that i was talking to and um you know he sent me some Bible verses actually on, um, you know, just thought and, and how to go to God and, and, you know, ask for questions. And, you know, that was a a huge reason for my commitment to Clemson. Mm -hmm. Um, and he ended up, you know, calling me after about a month of sending me them and was like, Hey, did you read those? And and do you want to go over them? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to, Mm -hmm. you know, spent like an hour, hour and a half on the phone, um, you know, and, and, He's at the dinner table eating Chipotle with his wife and kids <laughs> talking about these Bible verses mm-hmm. to me. Uh, and that just that just meant the world, you know. That, that'll stick with me, um, you know, to my grave, just the the devotion and, and how much he, you know, cared about me outside of football. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, you know, that, like I said, that was a huge reason. And, you know, we, we talked about him over the phone. And, you know, I think after that phone call is, is really when I knew you know, that, that Clemson was yeah. the best spot for me. That's awesome. That's, that's that's a cool story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, how upset were you when he when he left? Was that was that difficult? Um, you know, like I said, my, my parents and I were were very on top of things. So you know, we'd asked him the question yeah. in, in terms of, uh, do you see yourself being a head coach? Um, you know, how how long do you see yourself at Clemson? And uh, you know, he he never tiptoed around it, but he never gave a straight answer yeah. um, because you know I don't think he truly knew. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was you know following God's path as well. So. Um, you know, I got to Clemson and I think like the first couple of days they called a, a tight end and running back meeting and, you know, I'm, I'm new. So I'm like, Oh, just a, a cool meeting. You know, <laughs> everybody else, I think Darian actually is the one that told me, he's like, it's a normal, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you it's know, a good meeting. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. And, uh, yeah, coach, coach Elliot, um, you know, came in and, and just talked a little bit. Um, and, and he actually ended up switching over to tight ends, you know, before mm-hmm. my freshman year. And, uh, you know, Dan Pierman took a, a role outside of the field and coach Biller stepped into the running back role, mm-hmm. um, which I, I thought was a little fishy because when I was moving in, coach Elliot didn't move me in. Coach Spiller moved me in, right? <laughs> so it was uh, looking yeah. back with some hindsight bias, uh, you know, it was, was kind of obvious that, that it was going <laughs> to happen, right? But um, yeah, that's just kind of the whole process went down. And, you know, Coach Elliott called me after that meeting because he knew how important it was to me that, mm-hmm. you know, he was there and um, we had a really good conversation. But, you know, I'd be I'd be spoiled to, to not be happy with, uh, you know, Hall of Famer, uh, CJ yeah. Spiller, or Coach Spiller, yeah. sorry, Coach, if 
if you're listening yeah, to this, yeah. you know, to, to be my coach. Um, you know, he's he's been great for me. The, the yeah. best thing I could ask for, no doubt. We we had him on the podcast before. Awesome. Yeah. Have you? Oh, yeah, it was sweet. awesome. We yeah. talked. Yeah, we talked for like two hours, dude. Flew <laughs> by. He's the man. He was telling some great stories. Um, but when you when you did commit to Clemson. How how'd you do it, and and what was what was Dabo's reaction? Mm-hmm. It was uh it was over a Zoom call actually. Um, so Coach Pierman, who had been recruiting me, you know, mm-hmm. since my sophomore year, um, set up a, a Zoom meeting with uh, me, Coach Sweeney, Coach Elliott, and himself. So d- how did you set the Zoom meeting up? Did you tell him, hey, I want to come in on a Zoom call, or you just asked for a meeting? Like, I just asked. You know, yeah. Co- Coach Pierman actually threw me an alley oop, <laughs> and he uh-huh. was like, hey, you know, would you ever want to meet with Coach? Sweeney or, or, you know, talk to him. Um, cause I, I didn't talk to him very frequently throughout mm-hmm. my recruiting process. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd love to do that. When in the back of my mind, I knew I was going to commit on it yeah. at that point. Um, yeah. So, so got on a zoom call with them and, uh, you know, just let him know that I was, I was committing and, you know, coach Sweeney, um, being who he is, he, he got up and, uh, he was in his office, grabbed one of his footballs, you know, in the background <laughs> and, and, and did the Heisman pose. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, it was a great experience. Um, you know, something that I'll, I'll definitely remember for the rest of my life. Um, and yeah, it was great. What, once you committed, then your recruitment was done. Did you shut it down completely? Ever thoughts of like wavering at all, or was it was it done? Completely done. Yeah, yeah I, I cut off all communication with other coaches. Um, you know, if they'd reach out, I'd I'd be respectful mm-hmm. and uh, you know always contact them back, but just let them know. You know, yeah. I'm 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 set on my decision, um, yeah. and you know I'm going to be a tiger. I love it. What's what's Dabo's main recruiting pitch. You know, when you're at junior day and you meet with them, what's he what's he saying to you and the family to try to close the deal? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think just how much he cares about uh, his players, not as football players, but as as humans and as as men. Um, you know, his number one thing is he wants to see you graduate. Um, you know, and and then he wants to see you grow as a man. And then he wants to see the success on the field yeah. and, and in that order. Um, and, and that was a huge thing for my family and I. And, um, and I think once you get to this level of college football, uh, you don't see that very often. Yeah. You know, you got a lot of these places and, you know, I'll use the term football factories, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, they just, they care about what you do on the field. And, uh, you know, that's, that's not what I wanted. And, you know, for, for coach Sweeney to emphasize that stuff, uh, was, was a huge reason. And, um, yeah, well, one of his best recruiting pitches that, you know, he, he continues to come back to even today. Yeah. What's the, uh, you know, with all the attention you got in recruiting, especially in the beginning when you're fielding calls from like a million different schools, which I know is stressful, what's the what's the craziest or funniest thing a coach said to you during the recruiting process? Because I know the coaches get desperate at some point and they start saying some wild things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'd have to go way back. Um, I think probably one of the craziest things that, that I've ever heard, and, and it's not a positive thing, <laughs> um, is that and I'm not going to mention the school, but I went to a, uh, a camp, you know, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Before we get back to the pod, I want to tell you guys about Manscaped, the first ever sponsor of the Next Up podcast with Adam Brenneman, so need y'all to support them. Fellas, let's face it, shaving your balls is tricky, and there's not much room for air. I've always been nervous shaving down there until I got the Lawn Mower 4.0. It features a ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. It's waterproof. It's got a 4K LED light. I mean, this thing is top-notch. And the best part is I've got a special code for all of you to get 20% off and free shipping on manscaped.com. Use the code ADAMB, A-D-A-M-B. Put it in manscaped.com, 20% off and free shipping. And when you guys use that that code and support Manscaped, our first sponsor. It helps me a ton, helps them help us, helps everyone all around. Let's all love each other. Head to manscaped.com. Use the code Adam B, 20% off and free shipping. A-D-A-M-B, 20% off and free shipping on manscaped.com. Uh, ran a 4-4 flat, um, did everything I was supposed to and, and just didn't like feel right with the coach, you know, throughout the whole camp and went up to him after, um, you know, with, with respect and was just like, Hey coach, uh, you think I can get better in any way? You know, what, what ways do you think I can, you know, improve? And, uh, you know, he told me, you probably need to switch sports. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. No, he, he said you should play lacrosse in, in college. Yeah. To my face. <laughs> 
to my face. Um, Boy, he was wrong, huh? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and so that's one of those people that I love proven wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, was it like I, a big school? Like, would we know who this it was, was? A very yeah. big school. Yeah, um, everybody would would be really amazed with uh, if if I was to say it. Um, but you know, out of respect for him and the university, I'm not going to. But yeah, that, that was the craziest thing I've ever heard. Um, so, like I said, I thought I had a great day. You know, I'm yeah. I'm high off of running a four four and <laughs> you know catching balls against linebackers all day. And, you know, he told me I needed to, I needed to switch sports. Uh, you know, that was, that was going into my sophomore year. So, you know, early on. Cross that one um, off the list. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just use it as motivation, right? Yeah, I know. Fuel. I know. <laughs> what a bad evaluator that coach is. Yeah. Wow, that's bad. That's bad. Um, that's great. <laughs> um, then what was your transition process like as a, as a five-star and, Everyone knows who you are. You in getting to campus was it an easy transition? Did you was there a moment you struggled at all? Um, no, I honestly had a really smooth transition, um, and you know that's something Clemson does such a good job of is just making sure that you have those resources. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and um, you know just the the friends that I got off bat. You know, mm-hmm. with with uh, Phil Maffa. Yeah, I love that dude, man. He uh, he's been he's been one of the best friends I could ask for mm-hmm. since stepping on campus. You know, in terms of you know him him holding me accountable, me holding him accountable, and you know being able to just uh, bounce ideas off of each other each other gain knowledge off of each other um you know so th- that's been great but yeah it was a smooth transition for me um you know academics wasn't bad uh, mm. so yeah I, I loved it I, I never had much problem I guess I would say maybe maybe a little homesick you know first yeah. couple months I think everybody kind of deals with that a little bit but you know being from Charlotte only about two and a half hours away so I was able to you know go home and see my parents see my family mm-hmm. so it was nice it's awesome yeah it seems like Clemson does a great job of just during that time, like communicating and like, it seems like, it seems like they're on top of everything. Cause mm-hmm. I've seen schools that it's a mess when you're transitioning, right? Yeah. You don't know what dorm you're staying in. It's just, it's crazy. But I'm sure, I'm sure they have that process buttoned up pretty well. Mm, yes. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so last season you were, was all ACC at three different positions, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, what sir. are the three running back, all purpose back and kick, and, and specialist? Yeah. Kickoff return. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously a great year. What, what do you think it, what do you think it is on the field that makes you different than than basically every every other back in the country? Yeah, you know, I think it's uh, you know, my my ability to do anything um that that I'm asked to do. Um and and just uh my toughness. You know, I I, I switch that um, I, I switch into a mode that, you know, sometimes I don't even like when I'm out on the field. <laughs> right. Um, and you know, the adrenaline gets going and, uh, you know, I, I've laid down my life on the field, you know, mm-hmm. to, to get, to get a win. Um, and, and for my brothers, um, you know, so like, like I said, when I get on that field, it's just, you know, something different happens. And then, um, you know, the, the all purpose ability and being able to catch the football, you know, I think it's something that, you know, I've shown in the past two years, but, um, hasn't been much opportunity to do yeah. so. And, you know, I've had some, uh, you know, hurdles to, to get over with that. So um, pumped about Coach Riley and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the things that I think are, are going to come to fruition this year and, and really be able to show people, um, you know, what, what, what I can do uh, catching the ball out of the backfield, um, playing in the slot, and just be able to create matchups anywhere yeah. on the field. When someone asks what position you play, what, what do you say? All-purpose back? Is mm-hmm. that your answer? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I don't like to think of myself as a running back, but you know, at the same time, I don't ever want people to think that you know I won't take. 20 carries in, in yeah. between the tackles. Inside zone. Because yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, I love that stuff. <laughs> I love getting hit, man. Uh, that's what people don't realize um, uh, about me. And, you know, you can ask my teammates, but um, I'm just crazy out there. Yeah. You know, I, once I once I switch into that football player mode, mm-hmm. um, you know, I love every part of it. Where do you think that comes from? Like the craziness between your between your ears when you're out on the field? Yeah, you know, I think it comes from God. You know, yeah. it's, just, uh, it's just the Holy Spirit within me. And, you know, I get told all the time, um, you know, how do you do it? Or, you know, you just got something different about you when you're on the field, but you know, it's just, you know, him living through me. And, you know, that's, that's one of the ways that, you know, it shines and, um, I'm able to, you know, just spread his light. Yeah. What's, uh, what's something that you want to improve upon uh, from your, you know, from the last two seasons to now, what, what, what's a skill or something that you need to work on personally? Yeah. I think, you know, for, for every running back, it's, uh, you know, pass blocking. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's one big thing. They, they got to just put you on the routes, man. <laughs> yeah, they, right? They shouldn't be keeping you in the pass block. <laughs> that's what they did in high school, <laughs> which is why I didn't yeah. have much of foundation. Yeah, just um, five man protection. Right? That's all we need. Yeah. Come on, Coach Riley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully he sees this clip. <laughs> no, we'll but yeah, him. definitely uh, pass blocking and uh, you know being able to you know just pick up a blitzer and and you know protect the quarterback. Um, uh, I would say patience mm-hmm. is probably one of the other things. You know, like I said, when I when I uh, get on that field and my adrenaline starts going, I just, I, I love doing everything so fast. Yeah. And sometimes I, I lack patience, um, but it's something that, that I'm working on as the game has, you know, slowed down for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that I'm, I'm seeing, you know, an increase of, and, and this spring was great for me to, to be able to, you know, kind of see it come to fruition. What's your, what's your favorite play? Like, is it, as far, it could be a run play, a pass route. Like, what's your, what's the play that maybe it's third down and you guys need a big play and you're like praying that they signal this play in? Yeah. Um, shoot, I would say either just a, a quick swing out of the backfield, mm-hmm. you know, get me one-on-one with a backer or safety. Um, and if we're talking run, I think the most beautiful play in football is, is counter. Yeah. <laughs> you I knew you were going to say that. So yeah. When you said beautiful play in football, I knew. That. It's just, you gotta, oh, man. You got a kick in tight end inserts. Exactly. Mesmerizing <laughs> thing. You know, everything just, it's, it's bundled up and then, you know, it, it opens. It's yeah. just uh, daylight. You're yeah. one-on-one with the safety, which is all you can ask for in the game of football. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say counter. Yeah. What's the biggest thing that's changed between the old offense and, and Coach Riley's new system? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the the confidence that that he has in us, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just explosives, um, you know, giving Cade the ability to, you know, check and and uh, make decisions based on what he's seeing on the field, mm-hmm. right? And and that's such a big thing. And I think why Cade's going to have such a, a big year um, is because you know a, a lot is on him, but but he can take it and and being able to make those adjustments on the fly uh, is is what's going to make us so successful this yeah. year. How how do you find out that there's a change being made at offensive coordinator? Like how how's that happen for you guys? Does Coach Sweeney tell you he's thinking about doing it? Like what's the what's that process like? Twitter feed. Twitter? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I found out on Twitter, man. Uh, I think it caught everybody by surprise. Yeah. Um, you know, with Coach Riley being in the college football playoffs mm-hmm. and um, making it to the national championship. Um, you know, the the communication from from what Coach Sweeney has told us was. Uh, not, not very much. Mm-hmm. You know, he reached out um, to, to Coach Riley's brother, Lincoln Riley, mm-hmm. um, you know, over at USC and was asking him for, for some, you know, offensive coordinator ideas or, mm-hmm. or, you know, who he thought he could talk to. And, My uh, brother. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I found out on Twitter, just refreshing my feed, and I was like, holy cow. Yeah. You know, I did a little bit of research and you know, knew that TCU was really successful offensively mm-hmm. um, after watching them. And, yeah, just uh, just super pumped for this year. Is uh, How has it been learning the system? Is it a tough system to learn? Is it is it Obviously, you had spring ball now to to learn it and understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's complex, but um, also really simple is, mm-hmm. is the best way I can put it. Um, you know, the the plays that are going in, there aren't very many of them, but the different things that, that you can do, it's a lot more free will at, at each position, you know, and, um, you know, making decisions, like I said, based off what the defense is doing on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, so knowing those parts is, is complex, but actual, you know, putting in the offense and, and learning the uh, base plays you know that was that was easy yeah. i think coach riley you know brought us together after the third day and was like that's 75 percent of the offense <laughs> right there and we're all like are you serious <laughs> right um yeah so it, it's been great and you know throughout the spring uh just the the learning curve and getting everybody on the same page yeah tell us about Cade, Cade klubnik we had we've had him on the podcast too actually shot shot it right over here mm-hmm. um what's he like we know what he is on the field what's he like as the person Oh, he's special on and off the field. Um, you know, he's a he's a follower of Christ. Uh, you know, most importantly, and and you see that just by being around him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he just shines, man. He's he's a natural leader. 
Um, and, and he brings others along with him, which is what makes him such a good leader. Mm. Um, and, and he just, he makes you feel good about yourself, yeah. you know? And yeah. yeah, that's a great thing to, to have about yourself is, is to not only bring others along, but to, you know, put a smile on their face while doing it. Yeah. And, you know, that's exactly what he does. Yeah. No, he seems like a special, special dude, man. He and is. He, uh, what, what do you think about how kind of, how he, you know, just that whole situation you guys had last year with DJ, some of the struggles he had, and then Cade, and how Cade handled that, and then what was the dynamic in the in the locker room like when that was when that was going on? Anytime you have a quarterback controversy, if you want to, if you want to call it that, there's you know things can get messy in the in the in the locker room. Yeah, um, I thought we handled it really well as a as a squad. Um, you know, going into the year, obviously Cade Klubnik, five star coming in, um, you know, it was a big deal and, and DJ um not having as much success as we thought he would, you know, the year before. Uh, you know, there wasn't much of a competition. You know, DJ mm-hmm. um did really well in fall camp and, and you know, did his thing, kinda he earned the job. Um yeah. and you know, Cade was was really understanding with it and, and you know, you could just tell he wanted to get knowledge and, mm-hmm. and continue to um just get better. Um, and, and that's exactly what he did. And, you know, when the, when the time came for, for him to take over, uh, he did. And, and with all the confidence in the world, you know, he, he, uh, he brought a new energy to, to our team at the end of last year, you know, especially in the ACC championship that, uh, you know, like you said, was just special. Yeah. No, he, yeah, he's, I'm excited to see him. I think he's got, got Heisman ability. So, Mm -hmm. so do you. So I'm excited to see how (laughs) how that plays out. Uh, what's your, what's your pregame routine like? What what are you doing pregame? Yeah. Um, you know, as I've mentioned, I, I get so into it and, and my adrenaline starts pumping. And, uh, so I, I'm, I'm, I try to chill out as much as I can before <laughs> games, right? Yeah, yeah. Conserve the yeah. energy. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'll throw some headphones on and, and listen to some, uh, chill music, you know, J Cole or, or Mac Miller, um, someone to just kind of relax. I was going to ask bit. what chill music is. Mac right? Miller, I like Yeah. Them. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, you know, just, just try to, uh, yeah, like you said, get the heart rate down. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, when I, when I cross those lines though, it's, uh, it's game yeah. on. You don't, you don't play nice with others out there. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you, uh, are you a, like a nervous pregame guy or are you like, are you more just amped up and excited? Amped up and excited. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I understand that, that nerves come for, for different people at different times. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm also a true believer and it's cliche that, you know, confidence comes in preparation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, preparation is something that, that I prioritize, uh, you know, as an athlete at, at Clemson University, you know, watching the film, um, you know, getting the synopsis of the, the linebackers and the D line and, you know, everybody that I'm going against. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I, I have full confidence when I, you know, go into, into Saturday knowing uh, that I'm, I'm ready to go. And, you know, I really just uh, go out there and, and play, yeah. uh, play free. What's a moment in your career so far that you have been nervous though? Is there a mo- like the, or maybe the most nervous you've been? What g- give me a game or a time in your career? Yeah, uh, definitely freshman year, first game against Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome to college football. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, it was back in Charlotte too, so you know, yeah. home, hometown, um, and we went through the first nine, and and I think it was the second or the third play we had. Uh, we had a play that, that Coach Sweeney inputted on Friday. <laughs> and, uh, Zero reps in practice. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and, and you can actually go back and look at the clip. I was I was I was wide open. Now I wasn't the first read, which is you know why DJ threw it to mm-hmm. to Davis. Um, I, I think it got batted down um, by one of their humongous defensive linemen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I was so nervous running onto that field. You know, I, I knew what play was going to be called. Uh, you know, because as you know, it's all scripted. The openers, yeah. Yep. Um, and God, man, I, I just remember like almost thinking like. Please don't throw this ball to me, <laughs> right? Um, I better catch this ball, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, so that's definitely the most nervous I've been. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny against Georgia too, man. That yeah, was, uh, no joke. Be, never be easy. Um, what, what's your What's your favorite play of your career so far? Um, you know, I, I think I'd be lying to you if I didn't say Louisville last year. Yeah. You know, the the hurdle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just to me, like all the 
you know, hard work and preparation that you put in behind closed doors, you know, just uh, being put into the spotlight. Mm-hmm. You know, p- people always ask me, did you think you could do that? You know, that's something Coach Spiller and I work on every week in practice. The hurdle. Yeah, the hurdle. Okay, you know, yeah. it's something that we've talked about. And, um, you know, he, he always tells me, guys are going to start going for your legs. You, you got to, you know, add another dimension to your game. Um, so, yeah, just to be able to see that kind of, you know, blow up the way it did. Yeah. And uh, it was it was. Hey, you were viral cool. there for a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Uh, what's your uh, favorite or, or best Dabo Sweeney story? Oh, there's so many of them. I know. So many. I, I love. I love this question. I yeah. Do a good one. I, I would I would say the Zoom call with the Heisman pose. Yeah. Um, that that was unbelievable uh, for me. But um, I think one thing that sticks out to me is is that he just remembers everything. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter when it happened. He he remembers everything. Um, you know, so early on in my recruitment, I think my my junior year. Um, going into my junior year of the summer, you know, my, my grandmother came on a visit and, uh, and, and got to meet him and I call her Ninny, mm-hmm. um, N-I-N-I, you know, it's okay. funny cause yeah. my, my brother spells it N-I-N-N-Y <laughs> <laughs> and she, uh, she signs cards different for me and my brother. Um, sorry, a side wow. story. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he, she got to come with us and, and meet coach Sweeney, um, you know, and, and to this day, uh, you know, he, he still, uh, calls her Ninny and then remembers meeting her. <laughs> Um, you know, so nothing special, but it's just like another thing where it's like, you know, Coach Sweeney um, is yeah. just, you know, so, so true. And, and how, how you know care. he cares. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Pays attention to the, to the little things. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. He, he seems like uh, we need to get him on the podcast, but he seems like yeah. such, a, such a good dude. <laughs> he is. And he, uh, he's got a lot of, uh, a lot of sayings, like one liners, right? Yes. Can you give me your favorite one? So many. Um, what, what's he, he's got uh, the one he always says is, uh, Today I will do what do, do what you can now, so oh, that yeah. when you cannot, you will not wish that you would have when you could have. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my one of my favorites. Um, but I think another one is uh, you know invest your time, don't spend it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know that's it just goes to everything in life. Yeah. Um, you know, are, are you just spending time trying to get through the days, um, or are you investing your time, and um, are you going to see you know the the return on that investment in the future? Yeah. What's your what's your goal for this season? Uh, be the best running back in the nation, um, and, and to win a national championship. Um, you know, it's it's a common goal for for our team is mm-hmm. to you know hold that trophy up at the end of the year. Um, but then, yeah, you know, individually, I just I want to uh, show everybody what I'm capable of, and um, you know, like I said, just all the all the work that's you know been put in behind closed doors and yeah. you know with the the lights dimmed down just to be able to put that into the spotlight and you know show everyone that you know I'm the best in the country. Yeah. In in maybe a decade from now and people people talk about Will Shipley, what do you want him to, to talk about? Uh just how I was able to influence other people um and and in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um you know so so Coach Sweeney actually has us choose a word at the beginning of every year. Uh, that we want to live by and uh last year for me it was influence and you know i wasn't really sure why because uh you know we didn't have the year we wanted to we didn't get to the college football playoffs you know it wasn't a failure by any means but um we just didn't maximize you know the opportunities that we had and um i think i'm not realizing it until now uh but but to be able to go through two years of hardship um Hard, hardship at Clemson. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. two losses, right? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, has has uh, allowed me to kind of look at everything from a different perspective, and mm-hmm. to um, be able to use those perspectives to influence, you know, the young bucks and mm-hmm. the the fans and everybody around us. So yeah, just uh, just that I was able to influence people in a positive way. What's your word this year? Haven't thought about it. Oh, so you do it before camp? Um, or something? Fall camp, yeah. Fall camp is usually when I decide by. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll kind of you know go through the word and and read a couple different books, and you know I'll, I'll write down a couple words that I think could could be the one, and then make that decision by fall camp. Yeah. That's that's cool that Dabo has you do that. That's, mm-hmm. sweet. that's a it cool is. practice. Um, what's the best advice you've ever received? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a great question. 
Um, it's one of my favorites too. Yeah. These guys have heard me ask it a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Best advice I've ever received. Um, You know, I could say a lot of different things, but um, I think the the best thing that, that I'm thinking of right now. Before we get back to the pod, I want to tell you guys about Manscaped, the first ever sponsor of the Next Up podcast with Adam Brenneman, so need y'all to support them. I've seen a ton of shaving kits in my day, and it doesn't get any better than this. Manscaped is the best when it comes to below-the-waist grooming for men. Trust me, I use them all the time, and there's no complaints. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. You like the rhyme there? So join over 8 million men worldwide who use Manscaped with an exclusive 20% off and free shipping on manscaped.com with the code Adam. Adam B. A-D-A-M-B. Shout out to my first ever sponsor of the Next Up Podcast, Manscaped. You guys know the deal. By supporting them, you support us. So please use the code Adam B on manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. Code Adam B. A-D-A-M-B on manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. Is, um, that that you can't you can't live two lives. Um, you know, you've you've gotta stay true to yourself um, before you before you can help anybody else. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you've got to know yourself and uh, be, be self-aware before you know, that influence comes to fruition. Um, so yeah, just being yourself and, and never getting away from that. And if you do, you know, holding yourself accountable. Uh, because if, if you can't hold yourself accountable, then um, you, know, you can't be in a leadership position. And you know, that's another thing that I believe God put me on this earth to do is just to lead yeah. people. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. The one thing I just thought of as you were saying that, uh, as we got all serious there, was... Yeah, oh, sorry I, about that. <laughs> no, you're good. I, 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 I knew you just from following you and, and watching your stuff. I knew you'd have some great words of wisdom, which is one of the reasons I want to have mm-hmm. you on, and you're a great player, obviously, but uh, that's why I was hounding your DMs for a while trying yeah. to get you on the podcast. How's, uh, how's it been being in a place like Clemson uh, with the stature that you are with NIL? Has it been... A distraction? Have you enjoyed it? What's give me kind of the, the lay of the land with NIL for Will Shipley? Yeah, it's been great, um, and, and I think a lot of people have a negative perception of, mm. of you know the two words Clemson and NIL, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah. because of you know past remarks that Coach Sweeney has made, and um, you know just the the reputation of it all. But it's been it's been great for me yeah. um, to be able to utilize it, and uh, you know just to be able to give back. You know that's that's my biggest thing is. I understand that um, you know the the money that I receive or anything along those lines uh, is just temporary. You know, it's small compared to where I want to go and mm-hmm. what I want to do in life, um, which is why I I just try to give back as much as I can. Yeah. You know, whether it's buying one of my friends a meal or mm-hmm. um, you know donating money to Levine's Children's Hospital, something I'm very passionate about. Uh, you know, is is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got some bread coming in now. It's got to feel good, right? Yes, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you just got a little, a little, little bit of extra spending yeah. money. <laughs> checks a little bit bigger. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, Dabo made that comment. I remember it went viral. And his what he was trying to say, like, I love it. It makes tons of sense, but it just did not get perceived well. Yeah. He said, he said something about being in God's name, image, or likeness. Yep. They took, you, know, that, you know how Twitter is. It takes a little clip. I know, right? Yeah. People love ripping just on Dabo headliner. for sayings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've actually stuff. got a I've got a great story um, about that and and Coach Sweeney. <clears throat> so you know a, a phrase that uh, is you know popular around here and you know something that that you know when you think of me is probably what you think of in terms of Clemson football is you know ship happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and yeah. It, it came yeah. to fruition my freshman year <clears throat> after we uh, beat Florida State. You know, I, I scored the the game winning touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you would say and uh, you know. It was a it was a night game. And Coach Sweeney calls me. God, I mean, it's got to be probably twelve o'clock, <laughs> maybe after you know, close to one. And he's like, "Hey, hey, ship, uh, I'm I'm here with some of my closest friends." And and uh, she, I, I came into the house and she said. Ship happens, <laughs> right? <laughs> and and, uh, and he's like, I love it. He's like, you, you gotta you gotta make an idea out of it. And, you know, this is right when nil was uh-huh. ramping up. Um, and he's like, I'm I'm gonna go on my my radio show, and you know, I'm I'm gonna say it because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, he's like, but before anyone else does, you should trademark it. Yeah, you should trademark it and and really try to make something out of it. Yeah. And um, you know, so he helped me in that process. And that's awesome. Um, you know, it's it's blowing up and it's it's bigger than it's ever been. 
been in terms of, um, you know, t-shirt sales and, uh, you know, just the, the money that I'm receiving from it. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's, that's all coach Sweeney. I, yeah. I would have never thought of that idea. Um, would have never thought of that phrase, but, uh, you know, for all the people who don't think, you know, he's advocating for it. Yeah. That's a prime example right there. He wants to see us succeed and, and thrive, you know, in the NIL era as well. Yeah. So that, that was all his idea, huh? All his or, idea. Or his friend's idea. Exactly, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> I might need to get a Ship Happens hoodie. Heck right? yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, yeah, we've got a couple, no <laughs> doubt. I, I can uh, I, I can get y'all some. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can hook it up. I'll wear it on the next pod. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, well, this has been fun, man. Last thing I have for you, and I'm excited to hear your answer, is, you know, you obviously have a different mindset than most, and, and you um, – and you know, you're dialed in and, and have a very clear plan for your future and, and the vision. What, what's your why? Like, why? Why do you do what you do? Why do you wake up every morning and, and grind the way you do? Yeah. Um, you know, first of all, just my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, um, you know, all the, the sacrifice that he gave up for us and, uh, you know, just living my life through him. It's, it's always been great, you know, and I'm not going to come on here and act like I'm the perfect human being. You know, I make mistakes like everybody else, but, um, you know, he's always been there for me. And, mm. and I can't say that about everybody in my life, but um, <clears throat> just to have that and be able to to go to him and, um, you know, always, always uh, come out with, you know, a little more wind in my cells mm-hmm. uh, with, with him and having conversations, you know, and I would always just always throw in there my family um, and what they've done for me. Uh, is is something I'll never be able to you know pay them back for. Mm-hmm. But um, you know my 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 two goals in life and and these are huge to me is to you know walk with Christ and become as close to Him as I can. And you know second of all, make my mom, my dad, my brother, and my grandmother proud. Um, and you know that's something I live by every single day. And you know when, when I make mistakes, I I hold myself. Um, you know, to those goals. And I ask myself, you know, is, is that really what you want if you're, if you're doing this or if you're, mm-hmm. you know, making these mistakes? And uh, it always just sets me straight. So, um, yeah, you know, th- those are the two things I would say is, uh, is just God and, and make my family proud. Love it, man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate it. This was this was a fun conversation, and I'm excited to see you win a Heisman, dude. I, 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 I can't I can't wait. I'm a I'm a. We'll be following. We'll be at I'll be at a game this year. I'm sure. So Sweet. excited to see see what you're doing, man. This has been fun. Yeah, no, I'm pumped. I really appreciate y'all for having me on. But uh, yeah, well, the, this la- last thing I wanted to ask you, I forgot. It's yeah, coming to me. Yeah, you good. Who are the Who are the guys we need to be like after spring ball? Who are the guys on the team we need to know about? Like who mm-hmm. should we be Who should we be looking out for? Yeah, I think um, you know if you've been following it all, everyone knows about Peter Woods. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he's he's coming here at three. Is he awesome? Yeah. Good, yeah. good. Uh, you know you'll get to see uh, what a stand up you know young man he is, mm-hmm. um, and 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 obviously a football player in the fall yeah. and and throughout the spring you've been able to see, um, but you know he's a stud. Um, and then you know offensively. Uh, we got some some young bucks. Um, you know, I'd throw in Adam Randall, wide receiver. Mm. Um, you know, Antonio Williams had a lot of production last year, yeah. but you know he's going to reach another level this year. Mm. Um, and you know, I'll I'll throw in Harris Sewell in there. He had a great spring um, okay. at, at left guard for us. Kind of under the radar guy coming in, but um, you know he uh, he did his thing, handles his business, um, is about his work, and just you know continues to want to get better. So yeah, there's some names I'd throw out there. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate it. I, last question, I promise. That, yep. that, that, no, that, you're that totally fine. <laughs> I love doing this. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah, things just keep coming to me. Yeah. Like, we can just sit here and keep talking. <laughs> but yeah, what, what do you got the rest of the day? You, 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 you done that? Chilling, yeah, I'm so off. For finals? Oh, yeah, huge, actually huge thing. I've been telling everybody this because how pumped I am, but... uh I was I was worried next Tuesday 11 a.m. I had accounting uh-huh. accounting managerial accounting and uh, you know something um, you know I don't like to throw it out there but I'll, I'll brag on myself a little <laughs> bit you know I've, I've got a cumulative 4.0 through my time here yep. um, you know something I just I, I love uh, telling everybody because of how much I care about my academics uh, but you know I was I was worried about this accounting class mm-hmm. and uh, you know. After our study session yesterday, last class period, uh, professor, you know, calls me up after class and, and uh, you know, and a couple other people, I think three other people in the class and was like, hey, 
you all have the four highest grades in the class and over 80%, um, you know, attendance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm exempting you all from the final. Oh, oh I was just like, go. fist pumps in the air. <laughs> let's go. Oh, I'm still pumped about it. I That's really awesome. am. Um, yeah. That so, final would have been brutal. Too, brutal. Right? And, I mean, and this weekend would have been brutal because of the studying, right? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So now I've only got a couple finals that, you know, I'm not too worried about because, you know, my grades <laughs> yeah. are, are pretty good in the class. Um, yeah. So just enjoying the weekend with the uh with the boys and uh just taking in the most time you know before i head back to charlotte yeah. and and uh you know start training you have a girlfriend um i do not but something's in the works <laughs> <laughs> in the works yeah, i see all right yeah who are, who are your boys on the team who are, who are um, you closest with yeah i'd say you know i've got four four guys on the team that you know i've i've kind of just lived with every day since yeah. i've been here um you know you got tight end jake Brennanstool, number nine um, who's going to have a, a great year. And he's kind of gone on the radar too. Uh, Phil Maffa, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, Marcus Tate, and Bo Collins. Oh, cool. Um, so all, all on the offensive side of the ball, you yeah. know, that's, that's how we Bo's keep it. Bo's a good player too, right? Really yeah. great player. Yeah, yeah he uh, he dealed with, dealt with a shoulder injury last year mm-hmm. um, that kind of cut his season short and, and uh, didn't allow him to finish. But um, yeah, he's he's going to have a great year, breakout performance, and, and we need him to. Yeah. Was it cool to see Miles and brian go last night heck yeah, yeah it was good for brian too like all his family's been through and nobody so deserves cool it more yeah. yeah nobody deserves it more um but yeah to see to see him and miles go first round and and then hey f- see Bijan and uh and jameer to yeah, go right? eight and 12 yeah. baby oh that, me, that, me and that Phil felt were, good you're you're looking at the signing yeah. bonus on that. <laughs> <laughs> me and phil were jumping up and down with that one yeah. <laughs> we yeah. were happy so good you know hopefully backs, uh god that was run. a wild pick by the lions huh wild. I mean, that was, that was especially because they got you know montgomery yeah. now um you know with with swift or two great backs so i'm interested to see how they uh how they incorporate yeah. them you know more of a receiving back use them in the slot um and then Bijan. you know yeah everybody knows how how great he is yeah so. I'm excited to see. Will Levis is a good good friend of mine, and he's been on the the show a few times. Yeah, I know how big you are yeah. on him. How, how how do you take that? I mean, I, I was amazed. I'm getting flamed on Twitter. They, they were doing. I bet. I bet. They were doing him so. I saw something today. Like they showed him 37 times Crazy, last night. Bro. Like 29 more than anybody yeah. else. I'm just like. I mean, we you know, like is, is everyone it a production? knew. Yeah, everyone knew that whoever the fourth quarterback was has a chance to slide. Mm-hmm. There's only three teams needed a quarterback, really. Yeah. Right. So like. Whoever ended up being, it was they had a chance to, to fall on that round pretty mm-hmm. pretty because after the after the top you know the three teams that need quarterbacks it was like who else is going to take one yeah you know? so it just that just sucks I mean Will's going to have a great NFL career it's yeah. just, that just stinks that you're at the draft and, I know yeah yeah they're putting you on the camera every literally multiple times yeah. between every pick I just saw an article it was like his girlfriend gained like fifty thousand Instagram followers last night yeah. <laughs> that is too funny yeah. that's great that's too I funny. appreciate it, man this was this Heck was fun. Yeah. I'll, I'm excited. We got to come back and have you on sometime this season or after the season or something. Have yeah, you no doubt. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's been a great experience. Yeah. I appreciate you. I appreciate, it, bro. Yeah.